know you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, 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 you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil I know sometimes it gets hard like I know sometimes you can't see the fire But just know what got on your side Everything will be alright Hey you guys My sleep schedule is all over the place But now I'm sitting up just listening to music And texting my friend Like me and her having like this really good conversation And we was talking about like um, She would tell me about like How she's attracted to like emotional unavailable guys and I was saying like I'm attracted to, well I get like a high when a guy rejected me but not like not like okay ugh, she ugly or I don't know like my high was say if a guy left me and he came back because he realized the type of person I was like that gave me a sense of pride ego where I felt like I'm needed again, like, he won't meet again, like, hey, he, he missed what he had, like, that gave me some type of high, and like I always state, that's not healthy when the man keep running back to you, because he know what he's, what he can do to you, he know that he can manipulate you again, he's time he run back to you, but that's not, that's not what I'm talking about, it just, by her saying that, it just made me want to share something, like, my entire life, I, I attracted unemotional like guys who wasn't emotionally available or I end up finding out they was married or I end up ignoring the red flags of seeing that they was still in love with somebody else and they was just um unintentionally using me to get over somebody else. They was trying their best to move on but um it didn't work or whatever. So they was trying their best to move on, but it really didn't work out. And I, I was doing the same thing. Like my go-to was find somebody new to get over somebody. But then I realized like by me having low self-esteem in the past or being insecure or just like not knowing my worth, it literally made me settle and think, okay, if I tried being number one in my past relationship life, and all they did was cheat on me and misuse me. So I thought, hey, if I settle and try to fight my way to make this person believe me, even though this person is in love with somebody else, this is this is deep. This is me talking about it. If I try to fight my way to make them believe I'm good, like no matter how much of a good person you are, no matter, I think I did, the last person I dated, and I was just saying, well, I, he was just saying to me, like, a lot of your podcasts be about me. And I was telling him, like, it's no offense to you, but it's, like, my story, like, this, and it's how I heal. Like, I don't even bash him. He's just, today I heard this, like, every person, like, you a villain in somebody's story. Like, no matter how much a good person you is, you're going to be a villain in somebody's story. Like, you're going to be the bad guy in somebody's story. No matter how much of a bad person you, I mean, good person you are or whatever. But, um, like, with him, the last guy I dated, like, I did every. Thing. When I say everything, everything, I mean, I mean from cooking and cleaning, bonding with the kids, um, pouring into him, going to work, like being his friend, giving him sex, like 
I was doing literally everything and none of it was appreciated. Well, I would say after the fact, he appreciated the wisdom, like, and what I taught him, whatever. But none of it was appreciated. And it was just like, I kept getting mad, not feeling like I wasn't enough and I wasn't enough. But it's like, he was in love with somebody else. Like, that's why I like, I don't blame him for nothing. Like, I don't blame him. Like, I, I heard the wisest thing today watching a TV show. We attack the people and don't attack the problem. Like, we will fight with the person. Like, you do this, you do this, do this. And then, what is the what is the problem? The problem is within me. Like, fix the problem. And the problem was within him. Like, whatever issue he had, why he didn't choose to heal, that's his problem that he had to fix. And whatever problem with me that made me think, oh, Jesus, I feel God on this. This is strange. Whatever problem I had within me, I need to go fix it within me and not be screaming him, oh, wow. Not And not to just be, I'm so sorry. I just feel God so strong right now. Sometimes it's like, when I talk, it's not me talking. Like, God be teaching me while I talk. Like, it's so strange. I can't explain the feeling. But, yeah, like, don't fight the person. Like, even if you have to let go of that person and distance yourself from the person, like, people carry spirits, like, including me. And sometimes those, those, those spirits is not good. Sometimes they're, they're evil. Sometimes they literally out to destroy you. Like, I have no doubt in my mind that he's a dope person. Like, all the way around, he's dope. But it's, it's a lot of problems within that he's fighting. And that was, it's, it wasn't even my topic. I'm going to go back to what I was talking about. But he's fighting problems. And I'm fighting problems. And then it's like, y'all problems fighting each other and making us, making me dislike him. When that's how we had to take control of our life and go heal because we would let our problems destroy us as individuals and turn us to somebody we not. Like, you have a person like, oh, you, you did this, you ain't you ain't nothing. Da, 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 da. And you thinking like, that ain't even me. Like, that ain't who I'm really young. But it's like letting your problems take control. But back to what I was saying, everybody that ever dated, they was emotionally unavailable. Like, everybody. Like, even the story with my daughter dad. Uh, my daughter dad always told me this story. Like, it's a funny story. Like, he literally chased me on Facebook for, like, three or four years straight. Like, I even blocked him, and he came back around, added me again, and he was just consistent. Like, he was the most consistent person I ever dated. And I remember, um... I think it was October, I think it was October, around October 2014, that's when I met him, and, uh, was that October 2014? I think so, it was somewhere around that time, so we met, and, like, he was just, like, posting me up on Facebook every single day, like, he wasn't used to having, like, a pretty girl, or, well, his other girl is okay, but he wasn't used to having a girl like me, you know, but, no, so, um, he was posting me every day, making studies about me, all of this, and I remember the first red flag I ignored was, like, he had an uh, ex-girlfriend. Like, man, her used to be so beat out. Like, she used to literally want to argue or try to fight. And I remember I had, like, a Cadillac CTS. And, like, his car was different than mine. So I always wanted to drive my car when we hung out or whatever. So I would go pick him up. And I remember I remember going on her page one day, and she posted this red Grand Prix. And then she got a new car. I remember we we would go out every Saturday when he got off work. We'd go to the movies or out to eat somewhere every Saturday when he got off work. And I remember this red car was in the driveway every time. So at the in the beginning, like in the first month, I'm like, okay, I I didn't pay attention to it. I was I didn't put two and two together. I wasn't at that point yet where I'm putting two and two and I'm adding together. And I'm I wasn't at that point yet. So I'm like, cool. So I believe the third or second month, I'm like, is this her car? 
So I asked him, and he told me, she stayed with me. I said, excuse me, sir? <laughs> he told me. He was like, she stayed with me. So I'm like, oh, okay. So, like I say, I didn't know my worth. I didn't know my self-esteem. And the relationships before then, like, they all, like, they, like my first two real relationships, they cheated on me with, like, with, I can't even count. Like, I can't even count. They cheated on me, like, more than 10 women. Like, literally cheated, like. Physical, whatever, uh, mentally flirted, like it was a lot of women. So at this time, the right thing to do is to walk away and just end it right there. That's the right thing to do. But I didn't end it. Like I literally fought my way and made sure I proved I was number one. It was like whatever. And I remember him sitting me down one day and he was telling me that, oh, I'm still in love with her or whatever. And I remember I just cried and then. I didn't leave him alone. I still kept trying. And the baby was produced from that from that situation. Like my child was really produced from a broken situation. And but then the crazy part is my daughter dad, he like he ended up turning like his life around. Like he did like a 180. He literally became like a girl dream boyfriend or whatever. But at that time, I was already like I was already damaged and I already knew I chose some out of brokenness. And that's the scary part about people who you attracted to now out your brokenness. Like right now you're broken and you're choosing people out your brokenness. I guarantee you when you get healed, those same people is not even going to be attracted no more. And the more I became healed, it was like, he's a dope person, but he, he wasn't for me. Like I picked you out of my brokenness. So it was like a whole bad situation of my emotional unavailable choices I made. So, and then, uh, the other story, well, after, after my daughter dad, the second person who became, who I realized, it got worse. It's like, every, each person I chose, it get worse, it get worse, it get worse. So, let me see. This one will be a little long. But, okay, so, I met this guy, and my daughter dad, we met in 2014, we broke up at the beginning of 2017. It was like a huge argument. And I left. I remember two months later, I prayed. And I was like, God, send me a man of God this time. And I said, God, my, my signature confirmation, I want him to have a suit on, like a nice suit. So two weeks later, or probably two weeks later, I was sitting down at work, working at Volkswagen corporate office. And I'm sitting there, and this guy with a suit came on. I was like, Jesus, just stop playing with me. So we on the phone. He buy me gifts. I told him my favorite color was yellow. He went and bought a bag of M&M's, took all the yellow ones out, went to Joanne Fabric, um, cut out this crystal letter S, put it in a jar, and put a note inside the M&M's. Like, he was just doing, giving me flowers, giving me just because cards. Like, he was just doing everything. On my birthday that year, he played Tevin Campbell, Can We Talk, on his saxophone, performed it. It was like, wow, it was something I never experienced before. Plus, on top of us on breaks at work, like, doing Bible study. And I believe, I think it was my, um, it was my birthday or it was later on that night. So, later on that night, I'm like, I, I was, I prayed that day. And I was like, God, reveal it to me. This is my husband because, like, now it's like, I'm scared now. So, uh, I ended up doing a background check on him. So, I did the background check. The background check. The woman named had like a male name, and he told me he stayed with his brother. So I said, okay, cool. It's probably his brother or whatever. So I ended up going on Facebook and typed that name in. 
and I typed the name in. It says such and such is married to the guy name. So I was devastated. When I say I was devastated because I always say I was the person. I didn't. I not I didn't. It, it's only two people walking this earth right now who I'll ever, while ever, when I ever thought about marriage. I never was the little girl who said I want to get married when I get older. Like I never seen any good marriages. So I, I marriage wasn't a goal for me. Like, like to this day, like I want to get married to this day. But I just know. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. Or I'm going to do it at all. I'm going to do it God's way. It's like, there's no way around it. So, like, I was devastated because I really thought, like, this is from God. And that's when God taught me that year. Like, devil here prays as well, too. And that's like, he has to be strong enough in God to know the difference between God's sin and the devil's sin. So, that's where that come in at. So, I think I did my first time I thought about it, I didn't like the right thing to do is to let it go, but I didn't let it go because I didn't know my worth. And at that time, he made me feel more special than anybody walk like any man walking this earth. So it was hard to let it go. But eventually, like two months later, like I think I like cried but that whole entire summer. I cried every day and I journaled every single day. So that's how my book came from that situation. Like that that's what like encouraged me to journal and I'll read my journal and I come up with a story. I'm like, this is a book. So my book was actually created from that situation, from me journaling or whatever. And then, like, the last guy I dated, um, over the year, like, we, we wasn't the closest friends, but we was the friends where I call, I call him and I always had a story to tell him about how a guy did me both. And he was like, he's like, I got some people, like, he was the big brother, bro. Like, he had told me, like, a guy do this, he doing that. Like, he was just schooling me to guys or whatever. And he would tell me about his daughter's mom or how, of how she play him or how he was playing her like that's how we we would talk like I never want to talk to him on a serious level like I was cool with us just being cordial or whatever and we decided to date um beginning of last year and at first at first it was like it was it was dope because like our first date we went to church like come on now me going to church with me that's a one million thing to get like go to church with me like guys be like I don't know about that. We can roll up. <laughs> I don't smoke, but that's hard to do. So, uh, the red flags was there. The red flags was definitely there, and I ignored it. But I was just so caught up. Like, I was just, we just, I don't know. Like, I was just so caught up on the person he was that I really ignored. Goes. So he was a person that was. He was definitely. I felt like, oof. If you hearing this. <laughs> He was so emotionally unavailable. I remember I remember going to sleep next to him every day, knowing his mind was on somebody else. I remember him listening to sad music and I would watch his face go I like I would watch his mood change and he get instantly sad, thinking about the person who his heart was still attached to. Uh, I remember I remember me and his dad and he was texting that person as soon as we left. And I'm like, why would you bring me to meet your dad if you're just going to still do the same stuff? But we were just broken. Both of us was just extremely broken. broken. Like, we was just so broken. And I used to literally tell people, like, all the stuff he did to me. And people used to feel so bad for me and, like, take my side. Like, you deserve better. But now that I'm mature and, like, the more I become healed, 
it showed me like I chose him out of broken. Like how can you, how can I be mad at somebody else that chose me out of brokenness and I did the same thing? So it's like life is really made of choices, and each choice it come with a bad fruit or a good fruit. If you make a bad choice, you just produce a bad fruit and that bad a bad seed. And the bad seed you're gonna get bad fruit. So. If I would produce a good seed, which go heal, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have to go through so much if I, I planted a good seed and decided to heal. But I felt really good saying that because I really did. I spent a year blaming him for what he did and how he did. But it's life though. Like you change and you grow and you just, you just keep making a better person. And I'm like, and I'm really proud that he, that he's trying to become a better person. Like. I don't want no contact anymore, but at least he's trying to become a better person. Like, you know, that's when we both was like, it was just, it was just weird. Like we both was like, always seen us like on the same journey of healing. Like we just went through the same stuff with other people or other people in the same stuff with us. But I was just so extremely attracted to me and that was like emotional unavailable. Like I thought I wasn't good enough to be number one. So I just settled and stick around when, when I know I deserve better, and, like, the more you become healed, the more you see your worth, the more you see, like, I have a, a Facebook friend, like, he's, like, he's really cool, and he went through a bad breakup, and he actually healed from it, and he was telling me things he did, like, how he healed, and, like, just to see somebody to actually overcome and get to that point where you're going, and it made me look at, like, I used to be the I used to be the girl who ran from guys, the good guys. But like to see him like that, it was like, okay, I can actually date a good guy if I when I get healed. Like I actually have like I was open to it just by having a conversation with him or whatever. But the more you become healed, the less you will be attracted to those certain people. Like you yours can be like something else, but my particular people who I was attracted to and like what caused me to be damaged was emotionally unavailable people and guy well guys really i'm not gonna say people guys but this was a really good one this is really good i really liked it this one because god really stepped in and was like teaching me while i was talking and it just it made me acknowledge my wrongs and it made me it made me forgive people not acknowledge my wrongs you know but that's it y'all because they gotta drive through uh, what you call it? A drive-through church service tomorrow. I'm gonna throw my wig on and I'm gonna slide up in that boy because I miss being at church. But that's it. I'm gonna go to sleep. Right. I talk to you another day, or whenever I get something else to say. But that's it.